because he promised us that he would never leave us. He would never forsake us. And he made it possible on the day of Pentecost when he sent the power of the Holy Ghost back to indwell us, to live in us, to always be with us. You are never without help. You always will have help. Please, I beg of you, always remember, you are not a helpless person. You are powerful. The supernatural power that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you. Think more highly of yourself for who you are. Do not down yourself. Sure, we're not perfect people, but we have something that living, on in, living inside of us is perfect. Amen? Well, today we will continue teaching on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 says, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Today, we will focus on the power that works in you. And I'm going to ask you a question today. What is working in you? You know, hell can work in you too. Hell has power. Complaining has power. So what type of power are working in you? Fleshly power or spiritual power? You know, sometimes we allow both power to work. We'll be fleshly today, all right, and spiritual tomorrow. We'll trust God today. Tomorrow you doubt him. Fleshly power, supernatural power, they both dwell in us. We make the choice when we choose to speak the word and release the exceeding power that is in us. Or I can speak negative words and release the negative power that dwell in my flesh. See, God's spirit and his power does not dwell in your flesh. It dwells in your spirit, not in your emotion. Lord, we do get excited about God, and that's good. But God is not a God that you can feel, your God. He said, God is a spirit. And he said, they that worship me must learn to worship me without feeling Worship me in the spirit and in truth. Yes, we get happy. You can't help from getting happy for all what God has done for the flesh. Yes, the flesh is shouting, praise God and magnifying God. God has healed the flesh. God has delivered the flesh. God has provided for the flesh. Yes, that makes you want to shout hallelujah. Thank God for what he's done for flesh. Yes. But when it comes down to walking in the spirit, you cannot depend on how you feel to direct your life because feeling change. You feel good one day, depending on what you eat. Tell the truth and shame the devil. You feel good one day, if you eat the wrong thing tomorrow, you'll feel bad tomorrow. 
So you cannot base your salvation and the power of God that dwell in you on how you feel. Because the Bible says we do not walk by what we see. We walk by what we do not see. That means that we walk by the spirit of the word. If the word of God promised us that he's going to supply all of my needs and I, and I walk by, well, my needs have not been met. And Lord, whatever I do, God said, this, hold on. He may not come when you want him, but he's the last minute God. I didn't understand it. He'll get you up to the edge before you tilt over. He said, yeah, man. Say, God, what took you so long? My God. He said, I'm training you. So you would know the next time when you petition me, you arrest. Hallelujah. You arrest. You know that I'm coming because you have experienced from last year how you was thinking, and you were thinking that God has forgotten you, that God has forsaken you. You notice how I showed up? So now that you have another problem, rest. Hallelujah. Rest. That's how he, you know, he trained us through trials and tribulation, circumstances, and difficulty. That's how he trained us. How did you know that God could ever answer a problem you didn't ever have one? You said, we don't want no problem. <laughs> I just couldn't believe like that. God said, uh-uh, it doesn't work like that. You will not believe me just like that. You will worship me more if I get you out of the situation. If it had not been for trials and tribulation, Dr. Betty would not be standing here today because of every trial and every situation. It got me to know God. It got me to see God. It got me to experience God. It got me to know that God has not forsaken me. It got me to know that I can trust him with my life. I can trust him. I can trust him no matter what. still. Stand still. Start complaining. Stop looking around. He said, don't look around. For I am your God. I'm with you. I promise you not to never leave you. But I'm dwelling in this generation. I'm living in you. In the Corinthians, they said, God said, I will walk in you. I will talk in you. You shall be my people. And I will be your father. He's with us. He living in us. Why should we fear? We have no fear. He said, fear not. Why, God, for I'm with you. Be not dismayed. Don't let things just turn you around. I'm with you. I am your God. You're not my God. I'm your God. He made himself our God. And he presented himself to us. Want us to accept him as being God. So he, just, he said, I am your God. Then he said, worship the Lord who? Your God. 
Worship me. I'm your God. The devil not your God. The problem not your God. The situation not your God. I am your God. And you worship me. Have no confidence in your flesh. Walk in what is working in you. Unforgiveness working in you. Holy Lord, in your heart working in you. There's some, and always some type of power that works in the believer flesh. Hey, that doesn't work. Oh, yes. The Bible says he can do exceedingly abundant above all, but we can ask and think according to the power that works in us. So whatever type of power working in us, guess what? You'll speak it out of your mouth. Because death and life are in the power of your tongue. Flesh that you can teach, fleshly power or spiritual power. It's up to you. Death and life, but in the power of your tongue. The power that works in you, the fleshly power or spiritual power, is the power that determines the power of your tongue. That's good, that's all right, Minister. That'll run. Thinking of the van with that run? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yes. The power that works in you, fleshly power or spiritual power, determines the power of your tongue. The tongue says, I'm not that bad. It's just the power that's working in you what makes me bad. I, I, I would have cursed her out. So I said, I'm innocent. <laughs> but the power of your cursing words that was in your flesh formed cursing words on my tongue and I had to speak them out. Does it make sense? Then if you have spiritual power dwelling in you, situation come up, instead of speaking the answer, I mean the problem, you speak the answer. Why? Because Exceeding power is dwelling in you more than fleshly power. And when a spiritual problem come up, and right away, I'm not, I mean, when a natural problem come up, you understand, I'm not going to speak death to the problem. It's already dying. It's already, already a problem. Why don't you add your negative words and your death words, because death and life is the power of your tongue, to a problem that is dying. Yet you want victory in it. That's the thing that, that really confused, I guess, the power. Power said, wait a minute, you want victory, but you're speaking death. But you got me mixed up with you. I don't know my power's getting mixed up between negative power and positive power. You just speak death, you speak life. And you know what? It wound up confusing your mind. You don't know where God's going to meet your need. You don't know uh, who to trust because your emotion got more carried away with the power of your emotion than with God's word. See, all the word of God is filled with God. The word of God is God. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So when I speak the word of God, I'm speaking of the supernatural power of God. Do you know who God is? He is the God that did nothing to create something. He is the God that stepped out on the universe and the Bible said it was void. Nothing was on it. And the spirit of the God moved upon the face of the death and God said, let there be light. 
That's who the God. And there was life. Spoke his words. And every word in his power possessed that power, that ability to perform what God said the word was going to do. If God said, if God said, okay, he, by your stripes I'm healed. You said, well, Dr. Ben, I don't feel like healed, but the word said I was healed. What are you going to do? Are you going to stay with your flesh? Or are you going to take a stand? Take a stand. Are you going to stand? Because if God said it, God would do it. Uh, you be like Abraham. Abraham was fully persuaded that what God has promised, he was also able to perform it. Yeah. See, you have to be fully persuaded. Yeah. If God said it, then he used to say, stay on it until the cows come home. Yeah. I mean, God said it, stand on it. Okay. You know, might, I mean, it don't look like it's going to happen, but stand on it. Who said it? You need to know who said it. Yeah. God said it. Number 23, 19, he said, I'm not a sort of man that I should lie to you. I don't have to lie to you. I don't have to make a promise to you and I cannot fulfill it. He said, if I spoke it, I'll do it. If I said it, I ain't going to bring it to pass. I'm not a man like men lies and women's lies. Let's put it both ways. But I will not lie to you like that. You know why? He said, you can trust me. You can trust me. If God made a promise, I double dog dare you to stay with it. Don't stay with it. Just thank God for what He's done. Just thank Him. Don't petition Him over and over and over, because that's unbelief. That's not sure whether He heard you or not. But you don't have to scream for God to hear you. But it's okay because we get excited. But He dwells in you. <laughs> See. Get, Uh, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Sometimes I do believe we tend to forget. I don't have to make try to shut him down. I don't have to pray him down. I know he inhabit the praises of his people, but he already here. That is another type of psychotic glory that we experience when we worship and praise him. But according to my Bible, it said that know ye not that your body is the temple of the spirit of God that he dwell in you. Then it says again, say know ye not that your body is the temple of that Holy Ghost. That the Holy Ghost dwell in you. So me knowing all of this, is there a space for me to complain? I might complain, but there's no justification for it. Is there any justification for you not trusting God? No. You might not trust God, but you're not justified. God's not convinced that it's okay for you not to trust Him just because. But you're basing it on your feeling. I don't feel like God is doing anything. I, I, I don't feel. I, I feel like God not going to answer my prayers. And there's no way in this Bible said asked. It said asked and you shall receive. No, it said asked if you feel like it. And you feel it really good in your flesh. If you feel it moving in your flesh, then you know that you have the answer and God is going to manifest it. You're exposed to the devil. 
He always wants us to move by what we feel. And he knows what we feel will lead us to destruction. Because that's why the Bible said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He didn't say acknowledge your flesh, acknowledge how you feel. He said acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He didn't say trust in how you feel. He didn't say trust in Sister Juice and Brother Doe and what somebody else has to say about the problem. If they're not speaking the word of God, do not trust in natural understanding. Natural understanding. What made common sense? What is said? That's for the flesh. You come down and dealing with spiritual matters in God. It's not what makes sense. It's what he said. Amen. Glory to God. Wow. Now that's matter. What somebody is saying what you feel is what does say the Lord. God has spoken. And you say amen to what God has spoken. People come up with all kinds of reasons and they sound good, but God what happened. It got to be the flesh and the devil. It's telling you that you can take right to God and tell God when you want it, why you want it, how you want to do it. God said, uh, excuse me. Where were you when I created you? Did I get some instruction from you on how to create the universe? Now you on earth and you going to tell me how to run my business on earth? You'll never get that close to God that you have that type of relationship that you can tell him what to do and when to do it. Then if you get that close, you don't need God. You are God. What is working in you? What is working in you will come out of you. All someone need to do is rub you the, the wrong way. I can find out what's in you, brother. <laughs> what you need to do. <laughs> I, I, I can find out what's working in a lot of me here. You can find out what's, what's working in all of us. Because if you rob a person the wrong way, if they're not crucified and that mind of Christ, you will see flesh come out every time. They were singing some of this Christian cussing like this cuss, I cuss, I cuss the devil. There was a you guy said, devil said, I don't have nothing on you. You, you put me to shame when you cuss. And sometimes you don't have to open your mouth. You can cuss people out by you. Somebody cut you off. You said that. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Am I telling you the truth? It's called a silent cuss. 
Please don't get up beside the person, look at them when, you, when they cut you off. You don't know. They might be packing a gun. You can get upside them. So, just keep going. Thank the Lord you didn't have accidents. You ever thought about that? You know, yeah. <laughs> Amen, brother. When someone cut you off, you said, Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we didn't have an accident. Do, do supernatural power say that? Or what the flesh said? I could have got killed! No, you didn't get killed! I told you, you could have, should have. I'm going to teach you on that one day. That is nothing but fleshly talk. That's all it is. I wish I'd have known. Well, you didn't know. Okay. Exceeding power. Exceeding power works by faith in what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. Does not work by how you feel and what you think. Faith in what God has done for us in Christ Jesus determines the power, the exceeding power that works in us. Because the Bible is saying, God said, I can do it. But it's according to the power that works in you. So whatever power, exceeding power working in you, he said, I can do exceedingly great things according to the power. Because you speak out of your mouth the power that is working in you. Death and life is in the power of your tongue. If I have worded myself up, studied the word of God, knowing that God is not a man that he should lie, knowing that God possesses all power in heaven and earth, all power is given unto him, knowing that God is greater than any power in the universe, it's nothing power can get greater than God. Why would he create something in the universe? Power is greater than his power. There's not a problem can exceed past God's power. There's not a situation that can come up that can rise itself above God's greatness and God's power. There's nothing that man can come up with will be greater than God's power. You need to know that. That this problem is not greater than God's power because God has given me the answer. I'm an overcomer. So overcoming power dwell in us to overcome any situation. Because what? I'm born of God. And the Bible says everyone that is born of God is a what? I'm an overcomer. He didn't say every one of born of God is defeated. Stay with the word of God. Stay with the word. Speak the word. Speak that power that's dwelling in you out of you. That's what God done when he said let there be light. That was in him. He spoke it out and there was light. Thank God he said something. Because we would still be in darkness, well, we wouldn't be here. So he created you in his image after his likeness. He wants you to open your mouth. That's why he gives you a tongue and a voice and a Bible to read and a mind to comprehend. For you to speak out of your mouth the way that your father spoke out of his mouth. He is our example. He's not asking you to create a world, but asking you to create that problem that's around you, create a positive world around it. Not just bumping to negative things and always whining and belly ache. Stop belly aching about anything. You don't have to. Create your atmosphere. 
You don't have to tolerate what, what the devil is doing and just always oh, let the devil take your mind. Stop it! Yes. You just stop it! Yes. God created you better than that. Right. Amen. He's dwelling in you. I guess he just said, I mean you. All the power that you need. Why do you keep living and talking the problem when I'm dwelling in you? Do you realize the power that is in you? Why are you always talking fleshly power? And getting a fleshly result, but yet you want a spiritual result. Death and life are always will be in the power of your tongue. You can pray and pray and pray and pray. You can shout, you can worship, you can do all these things. And you continue speaking death, you're not going to have anything but defeated life. Death. Because it's not based on how much you know. It's not based on how long you say. It's based on what comes out of your mouth when you open your mouth and speak. And it's not even based on how much you love God. That's good. But it's not based on that. It's based on what the power that you determine that your tongue is going to speak. It's what makes the difference. Because you release exceeding power, you release abundant power, you release power to go above any situation. Read it in Ephesians 3 and 20. Say so he is able to do. God is I can do it now. I don't have any problem with you. It's what is working in you is where the problem coming from. He said he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask a thing according to the power that works in us. God, I don't have no problem. I can do it. But what's working in you? What is working in you? Amen. Well, you know, my Lord, my time is up. We will continue whatever God told me to continue next week. I will do this, that. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. See you next week. Hallelujah. Please, I beg of you, check the power and listen to yourself. You can determine, is this power coming from the Holy Spirit that dwells in me, or this summer, is power coming from my flesh? You know the difference between fleshly talk and poverty talk and the Word of God. Amen.